Welcome guys to the Studio 7 Fitness Podcast, the first ever one, actually episode one as they say. Um, my name is Michael Lindsay and I'm going to give you a background on me, who I am, where I'm from, my journey through professionally and personally over the last, I suppose, nearly 20 years in the health and fitness industry to where I am at the moment, running my own business, um, my own gym, um, I'm a life coach and I um, do events, wellness workshops, I speak in schools, um, speak with corporations and businesses, all positive, all looking forward, all looking to you know release that inner brilliance, I suppose I like to call it, that, that within that we have so much power and ability that a lot of the times we don't you know, tend to, one, realise it, and two, uh, express it. So, you know, we're going to keep these podcasts fairly short, you know, 15, 20 minutes in and around, unless we get into, you know, the flow with a guest, or if I get into the flow myself and we end up, you know, going a bit longer. Um, and, you know, as I said, this is my first one. This was on my vision board, you know, to do the last year or so and it's just coming to fruition now so I'm really really excited buzzing to record my first one and I hope you enjoy it and hopefully we'll get to know each other very well over the next few weeks months years and hopefully this is the start of something um you know pretty special so studio 7 fitness is the name of my podcast and the name of my business and people ask me why 7 why the number seven? Is it because you're open seven days a week? And I'm like, no, no. Uh, soul trader, as I started off as anyways, and, um, you know, you need a day off, so day of rest. The seven is actually a powerful number, and, you know, it was flying around there. I was actually going to call it something else completely. I think it was MPL Performance, I was going to call it, after my initials. And I was talking to, actually, a friend of mine, and you know, amazing adventurer, athlete, Pat Falvey, who's going to be on the podcast very, very soon. I actually spoke to him uh, earlier today. So we're trying to line him up to come in this week. And he was talking about chakras and doing some events based around the seven chakras, which I thought was a great idea. I was actually teaching a, a night class at the time, and I was talking about the chakras and energy and things like that as well. And you know, so that number seven and the seven chakras was just flying around my head. And then I just kind of blurted out one day. I was like, Studio Seven Fitness, you know, getting the fitness in there. Studio Seven rolls off the tongue, but there's actually a meaning behind it. And the the certain chakra that I used that, um, for my logo, there's a 12 petal flower on there, is the sacral chakra. And it means you know, its meaning is to, to kind of do something, to make that kind of leap of faith to to make changes. Uh, and it was yellow, which fitted in with my color scheme, which was great. That was handy. Um, I passed all these ideas. I'd written down onto my um, digital wizard, the main man, Pordrick Foran, who does a lot of my stuff. He's setting up this podcast for me as well. And he put together the seven, number seven inside the chakra symbol, the sacral chakra symbol so there's a meaning to it and because my tagline is fitness for body and mind which is what I'm all about um, it's all about you know more so in the mental side of things and my members get access to a little bit more than just your in and out you know your physical side we'll go on to that as as the episode continues 
so it just was a good fit there was a nice energy to it and yeah that was the brand and I kept on going back and forth and we're tweaking the logo and this and that but uh, it came out really well and I've been open for nearly two years coming up two year anniversary in July which is great you know they say the first year is the toughest uh, you know the second year has been tough as well and going through various other things you know personally as well over that time you know you know, I'm not gonna lie, it's been it's been a struggle, it's been a lot of hours put in, a lot of blood, sweat and tears as they say, but it's um, you know, amazing to see the place grow. And, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the services I, I, I put on here in a little bit. But just give you a little bit of background. I'm based in Killarney in County Kerry, and probably you can tell already that this isn't a Kerry accent um, by any stretch of the imagination. It's actually a Cambridge accent. I was born and bred in Cambridge in the UK. Uh, my parents are from the wonderful county of Mayo. Now, we didn't do too well against the Rossies uh, uh, at the weekend, so we're not going to go there. There's, you know, you know, I, I get all the jokes and the, the banter. And uh, the Mayo for Sam is going to happen at some stage, uh, I believe it. But um, they're from Mayo, but they, they, um, they moved to England when they were, you know, probably late teens. Um, for work at the time and you know my, me and my sister were born and bred over in Cambridge so we grew up there schooling up there um, I went to university in Leeds um, did a sports science degree I then went back south again and did you know various other advanced training PT advanced um, teaching courses sports therapy and various different courses just to professional progression so to speak um, and then I moved to Ireland in 2004 which you know in itself was 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 a tough thing to do I was 24 at the time leaving a group of friends leaving a life there to move over um, to try it out over in Galway City or I was living just outside Galway um, all my immediate family moved over to Galway so I said look we'll try it for a while and see what happens and I'm still here. So yeah, it wasn't easy at the beginning going from a city into a as always classed as a city I suppose, but it's kind of a, a big town. Um but uh, I knew a few people around, um not didn't really know anyone in the city, but I uh, got a job running a gym and a spa in a hotel. And around around 2008 I you know decided to hit the road and go off on my travels. So I ended up going a world trip around the world, a world trip around the world. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. But um, I went away for a year on my own solo travel. You know, one of the best things I ever did. And those cliche and people say, oh, you, you know, the best thing you'll ever do and, and all that type of jazz. But uh, it really was not just for the good times and the good memories, but for my personal growth, should we say, because I always lack self-confidence, still do to a degree. Um, always battling with it and the only the only place I felt that I could express myself was on the football pitch <coughs> excuse me um, over here they call it soccer um, but uh, yeah football growing up and got to a semi-professional level of soccer got to a decent level um, didn't quite get to the next level I'm over my bitter and twisted stage now I think or am I um, no, it didn't quite work out for me, but at the time it was pretty tough because that was the only thing that I thought I was ever good at. I didn't think I had any other qualities. And we're going to be talking about these over the coming podcasts about what the, the topics I talk about, about um, fear, anxiety, stress, 
um, all these things and about my own examples of growing up. So we'll be going through exploring some of those um, stories and personal examples over, over the coming weeks and months. But um, yeah, I found I could express myself on the pitch. And if the fact that it wasn't for sport, I think I just picked up sports very well. I was good at rugby, played for Cambridgeshire, played for the county, picked up hockey, you know, random sports, athletics, you know, you know, very good at that, jumping, sprinting, that type of stuff. So I was just athletic in that way, um, which saved me, I think, because, you know, if you're good at sports, you tend to kind of get into that group and, you know, you make friends that way. Whereas I think... It could have been a different story if I wasn't because I just found it hard to, to meet people. So that was one of the reasons I went away was because I had no choice. I had to go up and speak to people. I had to make friends. And I did. I made some great friends. So I, made, I met my best friend, Paul. Uh, he'll be listening. Um, you know, he I was his best man for his wedding. He married the lovely Lindsay uh, a couple of years ago in Edinburgh. And we had the full kilt wedding and everything. Now, he's a Geordie himself, Toon Toon. Um, he married a lovely girl from Edinburgh and they're happy um, in Edinburgh and I've gone over I think seven or eight times now a beautiful city wonderful people and I met him randomly in Darwin um, when I landed about I was only a week into my Australia adventure I had a month in Thailand landed into Darwin I met Paul Deary and uh, the rest is history as they say so literally I met my best friend um, and relatively recently enough nine ten years ago so that's what can happen we went on some amazing adventures and we're still going on them and, um, you know, wouldn't have it any other way. And he's in my inner circle. And that's something we're going to be talking about over the coming weeks as well. And, and who who you surround yourself with. You know, I have about four people in it, you know, who literally you could, my cousin Wayne, a couple of other people, um, a friend of mine, Alan, um, Alan Devan, who will be on the podcast as well. Um, he is top trainer and top guy all round. So we're getting him in in the next few weeks. Um, but basically, yeah, keeping that inner circle. People you can literally text or call and they'll be on the next flight or they'll come around and help you out. So those type of people you want to surround yourself. And they also make you grow as a person. They you know, they they, they, they support you. They they pick you up. They'll, I'll go to them for advice on, on, on loads of different things, professionally and personally. And they're always there for me, and I, as I am for them. So that's important to have and keep that circle tight. You know, if you ever leave a room, have you ever left a room and just feel totally drained? And, and you know, a lot of the time it has to do with the person in the room. So if, if you're not getting much value from people, if you, they're, they're constantly giving out and they're just, you know, bringing the whole mood down, you come out of it and you're like, Jesus, I'm wrecked, you know. Uh, you know, there's emotional vampires, I like to call them, is just to start spending a little less time with those people because, you know, you're giving, giving, giving. There's not a lot coming back the other way. So... You know, you want to keep yourself around, you know, you are the average of the five people you, you know, you you are closest to. And that, that's very true. You know, you need to surround yourself with positive people who are going to bring you up and not bring you down. So just keep that in mind. So, yeah, came back, ended up um, getting an interview down in the Europe Hotel in Kalani. Then when I came back from Australia, um, there for seven years, running the gym services there. And, you know, you know, enjoyed my time there. Great people, you know, lovely hotel. But I kind of got to the point where, you know, I was kind of, you know, the hotel industry. I just happened to have worked in it in various, you know, in England and in Ireland. And I just wanted a new challenge. And a space came up in the centre of town. Didn't look like it does now, but I saw the potential in it. It was actually funny. I'll tell a little story there. Um, I had actually drawn a picture of the gym about maybe two or three years ago before I'd even seen any, any gym, any space. And I, I say this in my seminars and workshops as well, and I draw it on the flip chart. 
you know, you come in the front door, there's an office, two toilets, then you open another door and it leads into this big square area and there's a roller door. You know, this is what I drawn on a piece of paper and I actually have the piece of paper. And I, um, when I walked in the front door, I'd never seen this place before in my life. I walked in the front door, there was a, a, an office, two toilets. There was one door then, pulled that door, led into a big, big square area. And there was a roller door. The only difference was the roller door on my diagram was in a different side of the wall. Um, but pretty much it was all there. And, you know, you know, that's, I don't think that's just, you know, coincidence. I think, you know, I put that out there. There was other, other places that I had looked at, but it, it didn't materialize and, and other opportunities. But I think this was waiting for me. And I was like, look, you know, if I can get a bit of funding, yeah, I'm going to take this. And, you know, I said, look, it's, it's, it's now or never. Take the leap of faith. Because I was having an inner conversation for probably maybe a good three, four, five years. And you can tell, you can ask the, 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 the people I work with and my colleagues at the time. And some days they were really positive. Yeah, I can do it. And then other days that inner, that inner voice was saying, what are you talking about, Michael? You can't do that. You know, why are you doing that? You've got a good salary here. You're getting your wage into your bank account every Thursday. Why would you go into self-employed and you know, doing your own tax and chasing your tail? And you might not get anyone coming into you. So I had all these conversations going on day in, day out. And I was just getting kind of pretty stressed, you know, didn't know where I was going, didn't know where my life was going, really. Um, had no focus, no, no goal, no challenge. So... In the end, I just got control of those inner voices and said, no, I'm going to take, you know, take the leap, I'm going to jump off the cliff and I'm just going to learn to fly on the way down, as Richard Branson would say, you know, just just say yes to things and work it out. And that's what I did. And now I'm sat in the office, um, you know, doing the, my first ever podcast, you know, and wow, um, what what a journey. And it's still continuing. And, and there's, there's, you know, there's, there's new avenues, there's new events I'm doing um I've gone into schools I've talked to leave insert you know um pupils about managing their stress I've got into talk to first years I've gone into <clears throat> companies I've gone into talk to staff you know all these things all this and if you told me two or three years ago that I'd be up doing events speaking in front of people I'd be like it was the most polar opposite to what I was ever comfortable at yeah I remember doing my dissertation um presentation in front of my peers like people I knew my friends and I was like a sheet of white paper I was you know freaking out stressed the night before and it and it went well but like I never thought I'd be up talking um and there's another lady a really good friend of mine Sheila Ryan who's a psychotherapist um practicing and we did some talks together as well and that was one of my first time I stood in front of a you know some total strangers 35 40 people in a room and was talking at the time we were bouncing off each other because we were and we actually told the group like we were talking about stress management here and we're both pretty stressed as today leading up to talking to you guys but it's how you manage that stress and this is one of the topics we're going to talk about over the coming months as well about how um, there's unhealthy coping mechanisms that we have and then we have healthy coping mechanisms which are obviously the ones we need to choose so again you know lots you don't want to go through it all on the first episode i just wanted to give you a little bit of a background on me so yeah two years ago I opened the doors and the types of services I'm not a walk-in gym as such so what I do is is I'm open for classes so there's you know you can general conditioning classes all fitness levels some great results from from them um, really good community feel about the place you know we try and get together and do various things as well outside the gym um, but really good buzz you know 
any level you you get you you do whatever you can do so you know some circuit based stuff there's early mornings there's evenings saturdays and try and cover as many um possibilities as we can um i also do one-to-one personal training and group training you know friends or groups of people who um want to bounce off each other when maybe maybe not you know comfortable coming in on their own initially so that's another way i do i then do various groups i do a men's strength and conditioning program which are more geared towards the barbells um, and again, beginner intermediate, just getting getting guys used to working with them. I do a really successful uh, mum and baby program, which I call Bring Your Baby to Work Out, out in brackets. So um, that's been running for nearly two years. I have nearly 20 mums on the program, two groups, you know, four mornings a week is like a little crush inside the gym. So we have great fun with the babies. Um, really positive um, feedback from it is it's post six weeks. So it's postpartum after the six week check you know that you're available to come in and um, we obviously do some floor work working on the pelvic floor in mobility at the back core strength and then we do a little bit of a circuit as again as i said people are on different stages some of the babies are literally six seven weeks old some are maybe seven or eight months so you know we can modify and progress to whatever level so as i've been working with pre and post mums for nearly fully 16 years now and then when i opened i said let's put it out there's a group situation and I didn't realize that nobody was really doing it. So it just blew up. And, you know, you know, it's great. You know, some of the mums go back to work and then new ones come back in. So that's amazing. You know, really, really lifts me up. And again, we'll, we'll talk about and I, I refer, I use the analogy of the baby a lot and how they grow, um, you know, in regards to kind of the, the, the no fear. And, you know, babies don't just try and walk and fall over and say okay that's not for me no I can't, you know i'll just sit here they keep on going until they start to crawl so they start to wobble they start to kind of bambi it a little bit and, and fall over but they keep on going until they can walk um and they just keep progressing so it's amazing i'm fascinated by even if i haven't seen them for a week or two the progression in them um a lot of them have actually done their first crawls inside the gym which is very and some first rolls and all this type of stuff so and um you know that 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 was great those are the kind of services i do at the moment and then i also do team and athlete um conditioning i work with some golfers i work with a girl she's um she's uh, in the island team under 16s work with her worked with one of the kerry ladies i have teams coming in both soccer and ga teams so you know i do the strength conditioning side of things as well so very varied um physical side of things and then the mental side I do my life coaching one-to-one in the office and then I also do some work um, with events, workshops. I've got one coming up actually in a couple of weeks' time and I called that Release Your Inner Brilliance. So that's my third one I did. I, my first one, my first solo big kind of event break um, um, event was last October and it sold out, which was great. I did another one in January. Some of the guys were like, oh, I missed it. Can I get on it? That sold out. So I'm doing one now in June and... Um, yeah really excited about it and really inside to enjoy them you know more confident with them the more i do so you know just give you a rough idea of what we do on on them is we um we talk about you know creating a happier you um overcoming fear stress management how we can um deal with um negative thoughts there's mindfulness there's the homework um balance you know, looking at the connection between the heart and the brain. So there's some neuroscience in there. 
Um, so really, you know, r- really varied, but I, I don't just get them sitting down for the day. They're up, they're moving, we're doing some games, we're doing a bit of fun, we're doing some movement. You know, so, you know, I try to make it as interactive as possible and just to make it interesting. And the feedback's been really good from it as well. So, so yeah, really excited about, um, you know, the next, you know, few years, really. Um, you know, I've, this is the first one I've done. So there'll be a few teething problems and things like that. You know, we'll get the fancy intro and bits and pieces and music and stuff as we progress through. But I just wanted to to get the first one out there just to introduce me and a bit about who I am, where I am, where I come from and where I'm hopefully heading. And, um, you know, hopefully you've you've um, you, you've enjoyed the first one, just getting to know me a little bit. So if you did, you know, share it, comment, whatever you can do. And we'll try and, you know, we'll get this going on a weekly basis. I've got some really good guests coming in. And we'll record those in the next few weeks and, and just get it out to you and any things you'd like me to, to cover, any topics like that. You know, if you're looking to find out a little bit more about the gym, just um, if you search Studio 7 Fitness Kalani, you'll find me on Instagram and Facebook, the usual outlets. And then you can have a look at the, some of the videos and the posts I'm doing on the physical and the mental side. So I'm just going to finish with a little quote now. One of my favorite um people really is a guy called les brown you know people who are in the motivational talks or listen to tapes will know who i'm talking about he's probably in his maybe nearly 80s now i'd say motivational speaker um american guy he's just a genius like the way he talks the way he delivers and his story but one of his quotes that uh you know i've probably used maybe once or twice i do quotes of the week and i do wednesday wellness videos as well on my on my social media but one of his, and, and I'm going to finish with it, and I think it's just a beautiful quote. It says, you know, always try and shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. I think that's amazing. So shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you're going to land amongst the stars. Les Brown. And I'm going to leave you with that. And, yep, yeah, thank you for listening, and I really appreciate it, and hopefully you'll carry on the journey with me. And I'll talk to you soon, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.